Hi, I'm Carrie. I'm Zach. Together, we're Bigger Life Adventures. We're a husband and wife team. We travel, we're entrepreneurs, and we're trying to live life mindfully, unconventionally, and in a way that makes a difference. We're doing it all sober, and we believe the revolution this world needs is inside each and every one of us. Yeah. Hello. Hello. Sawatika. Sawatika. That means hello in Thai. I mean, every time I order Thai food, I mean, it's hard to not I know. do that. Right? Yeah, when I'm out at a Thai restaurant, I'm always they, kind of wanting to They set the food down in Yeah, but I don't know if it would be fun for them or just me being, like, seeming disrespectful. Like, I don't think people here speak English or something. <laughs> I mean, I, I speak Spanish in the Mexican restaurants sometimes. Yeah, I guess I should just speak Thai. They would get a kick out of it. Nobody yeah. speaks Thai. Right. But. Neither do I. No. Only a little bit. <laughs> I mean, you were getting pretty decent there. Yeah, I was. Like, a, if you were there for another year, you'd be having a good conversation. I took class for, like, two months. Or something. It was intense. A lot. Yeah. I was impressed. So the reason we're talking about Thailand is because we thought it would be fun to do some podcast episodes where we just tell stories from our travels. And as you know, if you know us, we're obsessed with traveling. I think I've got 36 countries because I love counting. And Zach's... Not quite caught up to me, but I don't know. That's because I started before we met. I don't count. That's and why. And <laughs> I'm winning. I'm the winner. You win. Whatever. He might catch up someday. Probably not. I'm just lucky I got a head start. But anyway, Thailand. This story we're gonna tell you from Thailand ties into this. Ties in. <laughs> I'm so punny. Uh, it punny ties as... into this whole issue of frustration and fear and doubt of what we're doing now because this story gave us a lot of like inspiration and validation that we're on the right path right so where does this story start the story starts in bangkok Mm -hmm. we were living in bangkok I was working at a hostel, and Zach was hanging out, helping a little bit, <laughs> and we were working on our travel blog, Love and Chore Project, which you can also go follow on Instagram, at Love and Chore Project. We'll put the link in the description, and we were always looking for like weekend trips and weekend getaways to get out of the city, and just cool stuff to do, because Bangkok is a crazy city. And there's lots of cool stuff to do there, but then we also had to get away because it's a crazy huge concrete jungle and, like, flights to go to other parts of Thailand were super cheap and bus rides out of the city and stuff. And we had spent a lot of time in Thailand, so we were, like, looking at, like, Thai tattoo artists and things in, like, a way to, like, have a part of Thailand with us. Right. It had become a really important place for us because it was... We were just up-leveling when we were there. I think we were 
you know, I was doing a consulting job, which I had never done consulting before. So I was feeling like really knowledgeable and we're really hanging out with like a lot of successful Thai people. Yeah. They were really wealthy. We were hanging out with a lot of rich business owners. Yeah. High class Bangkok elites. And we were like, I don't know. We were just up leveling, I guess. And also the culture, just the spirituality everywhere was really special for me. Mm-hmm. Just the fact that there's like little temples and altars on almost every corner of every road. And like, you know, people who are hustling and bustling with busy lives will still stop to like give an offering at these altars every morning. And, you know, or just by bringing their hands to prayer when they pass the statue of the Buddha. Right. Just taking a second to like turn and like give gratitude. Right. It was just really cool that this, the spirituality was everywhere and we were starting to learn a lot more about Buddhism and really resonate with it. And yeah, so we wanted to have like a really authentic experience in Thailand. And we stumbled upon this guy Ian somehow through the blogging world. And he runs a company called Where Sidewalks End. Right, and he Ian is kind of like an old school travel blogger. He was there like from the beginning. He knows all the big names. Yeah, he was like an OG, like uh, OG. before everyone had a travel blog. He, he started about when we did, but we never like tried as hard as he did. Right, and he's Canadian, but he spent a lot of time in Thailand over the years. So, but before this, like we were, we found the, the style of tattoos. Right, called Sakyant. Mm-hmm. And it was a traditional uh, Thai tattoo that they used, did with a, like a bamboo stick they jam in your back or wherever. Mm-hmm. And like these, are, they're very like special magic tattoos that you normally get from a monk or an ex-monk. Right. And so we started doing a lot of research on these tattoos, and that's how um, we kind of came upon Ian in that mm-hmm. process. Right. So the tattoos are holy, and they're like getting a tattoo in that style is like getting a blessing and we just thought they were really beautiful and really meaningful and we were fascinated right it's an interesting how it's it is a, a buddhist thing but it's a, like a very specific sect of buddhism they're like the buddhist mystics right um so the monks that give the tattoos are in like this special mystical sect and they get training in how to give the tattoos how to decide which tattoo a person needs how to bless the tattoos and i mean this style originated in cambodia i believe yeah and it was but when the Khmer rouge came in they uh um tried to kill off all of these the sakyant masters right so then that from there i think it kind of went into Thailand more because there it's kind of like it's hiding out there right yeah well religion was illegal in Cambodia right under that reign so yeah we and I mean they write like the tattoos have this special script that's not Thai script it's like a different alphabet it's a form of Sanskrit isn't it yeah, but it's, it's like a blending of Sanskrit and Khmer, I think. Yeah. From Cambodia. It's a weird language. Yeah. So it's just like so cool how this art form is passed down 
from generation to generation just through these specific um they're called ajarns like the tattoo master monks so not only are they like very skilled artists um they're also like the blessing aspect of the tattoo Right. And like the the choosing of the tattoo for you, as opposed to Western style, you would pick your own tattoo. You go to the adjourn and he kind of like reads your fortune. Right. Or, or like gives you like an intuitive reading and tells you based on like astrology and many factors, like the tattoo that you need and why you need it. Right. And then he just goes and does it. So it requires so much trust. Because you're like, you don't know what you're going to get when you're going in there. If you go in and you have a specific tattoo that you want and you just tell them, I want this on my right shoulder blade, then that's not a real Sakyan. And that's the majority of the ones people are getting. Right. But a real Sakyan with the magic and the blessing is you go in, you answer some questions, you tell the Ajarn about your life, and then they decide which tattoo you need and where it should be, and you say yes or no. <laughs> yeah. And obviously, yeah. we both said yes. I mean, you pretty much already have said yes by the time you've got there. Right. And, like, he shows you kind of a general idea of what it's going to look like. So, if, like, you really don't resonate with it, you can back out, but... Right. But I mean... I yeah. pretty much knew I was going to get it no matter what. The reason we went with Ian's company, Where Sidewalks End, is because we met up with him and he told us a lot about his story and how he came to discover the Sakyant tradition and then start this um, social business where travelers can go and get them. And we just thought it was really awesome because, yeah, a lot of people will go and try to get one on their own, which is possible, but then... If you don't speak Thai, uh, most of these Ajarns don't speak English or your language, and you're not going to know, like, what you're getting or why or what it even means. <laughs> right. I mean, it still might have a lot of magic to it, but you're not going to understand it. Right. So Ian's company gives you a translator who goes with you, and he actually went with us also, and he, like, vets the tattoo masters to make sure that they're, you know, really awesome and just you know true to their ancient art form and then he goes with you gives you the translator and so we could really know like what we were getting and why right the translator was a really important part of the experience mm -hmm. for me it's like being able to converse with the adjourn yeah well of course like without him you wouldn't have, I guess he could have still given you like an intuitive reading and decided what you needed, but you wouldn't have been able to say anything right. about, you know, your struggles in your life or anything. Repeat after me. Namo tasa. Namo tasa. Pakawato. Arahato. Arahato. Sama. Samputasa Namutasa Pakawato Arahato Sama Samputasa Namutasa Pakawato Arahato Sama Samputasa So now make a wage.
one minute make a wish after that put incense stick inside the bowl here when i sat down well first we went in and we did some chanting and gave some offerings at the altar and then we sat down with ajarn wow was his name and he just asked us to like tell him a little bit about ourselves and anything that we were struggling with or thought that we should bring up. What do you expect to get from we came to Thailand four months ago and it was like a big dream for us to move to another country mm -hmm. and I'm just really happy that we accomplished this dream and it was put off for a long time. We wanted to like leave the United States and move to another country and travel more for a long time mm -hmm. but um, I was having a lot of problems in my life in the United States. I was drinking too much alcohol. I had an addiction and I finally stopped um, drinking and started fighting my addiction a year and a half ago. Mm -hmm. So now I've been sober and clean for 18 months and as soon as I stopped like having this alcohol problem like everything in my life started getting better. Like my dreams started coming true. Like I felt like I was on the right path and in the right flow of life again. And everything worked out for us to like move to Thailand and accomplish this dream of living in our country. So I'm really happy about all those things. But I still have like, some problems that I want to overcome. Um, I have struggles with mindfulness and meditation in my life. I want to be and before that, about a year before that, was when I got sober. So of course that was what was on my heart to tell him. And then, well, he asked me about my birth date. And then he, you know, looked at my birth chart based on Thai astrology. Then he told me that I had a really busy mind and was always overthinking things, which was true. He seemed to 
like guessed some things about me which were really interesting like he knew that I had been in trouble like been arrested um, because of my drinking one time he just flat out asked me if I had been in trouble with the police and I was like yes and okay so the craziest part was he drew this line and it was it looked kind of like a line graph and it was based on my age and the next few years uh, it's gonna be like your life still still good. Your life still still good, but you're gonna have problem with your. My two colleagues, so with my rivals. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. Well, okay. So yeah. for for the people who jealous you because you're very good, very good, and they jealous you, they're gonna. ไม่ได้ทําอะไรไม่ได้ทําอะไรไม่ได้ทําอะไรไม่ได้ทําอะไรไม่ได้ทําอะไรไม่ได้ทําอะไรไม่ได้ทําอะไรไม่ได้ท
tiger. Okay. Don't have a You have to do it. 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 You Tiger of God. So you, you get the tiger. The Angelina Sack. I got a tattoo. Oh, okay. So this tiger is going to give you like power, strength. The tiger is for protection and guidance. And he said that this tiger was especially designed to protect me from enemies who will be jealous of my success and try to take me down. And I was like, oh, wow, that's dramatic. At the time, I was like, I don't have enemies. Like, no one's jealous of me. I'm just this crazy hippie. Like, I don't have anything to be jealous of. Okay. Are you ready? Yes. Well, after the, he was done with your tattoo, he gave you a second tattoo. Oh, right. I forgot about that. Yeah, he also gave me an invisible tattoo. Um, on, it's because you like, needed extra protection. Base of my neck. Yeah, so he gave me this invisible tattoo, which is an oil tattoo, so you can't see it. So Carrie was done, and he was like, "No, oh wait, we we need more." Right. So he just was like, "I'm gonna stick a needle in your back a bunch more times." Yeah, apparently I was like really in need of blessing and magic, so this oil tattoo I completely forgot about it. I'm so glad you brought that up. Is like kind of at the base of my neck. And you would only ever be able to see it, I guess, if I got really sunburned or burned or something. And then it might show up as a little bit white. You said really sunburned or really drunk? Or really drunk. Yeah, which is not going to be an issue. Knock on wood. <laughs> but I'm not supposed to ever get anything else tattooed over it, of course. Right. So yeah. then after he tattoos it, he gives a bunch of blessings. Mm -hmm. Puts some uh, gold leaf on it. Yeah. Because gold is a very important symbol. Right. And, and it did hurt, but he did it super fast. So that was good. I didn't think it was fast at all. <laughs> For how big my tiger is, he did it mm. so fast. Mine took maybe an hour. Yeah. An hour and ten minutes, maybe. I didn't... Yeah, I don't know how he did it that like, fast. Like, Western tattoo artists are not that fast at all. With a gun. I know. And this guy's uh, manually putting every single stroke in there. And it's so intricate and it's so perfect and he just does it so fast. It's crazy. So, yeah, that's my tiger. Yeah. So, yeah, when Carrie was done, I, like, sat in front of him. And Carrie had given this whole spiel and everything. And they had this big, long talk and I said nothing and he was like, I know what you need. <laughs> it was awesome and he was asked me about my birthday and he was like yes this is the problem is that you have a snake the day of your birth of the snake and in the year of your birth of the snake and the Thai uh, the Thai calendar and the year of the snake the year of birth, oh, no, year of birth is already snake and your, your day of birth is still snake you know the Buddha with a snake over hand that's the Buddha the, uh, the Buddha protected him from rain. That said today. So he's gonna 
อันนั้นมันมาหากินอยู่แล้วยานพวกนั้น so you gonna keep your there about about your working แก้แก้ผมช่วยกันด้วยเขาเขาเปรียงูใช่ไหมให้มากินให้มากินไก่ก็จะได้ไปกินมียากินคนอื่นประมาณเนี้ยสุดท้ายนี้มันไก่ไก่แก่ไม่ใช่มันเป็นยันจริงเป็นยันยันพญาไก่เถื่อนไก่เถื่อนใช่ไหมสุดท้ายว่ายัน is พญาไก่เถื่อน is great chicken so it's a your bird your bird is snack สนีเมตตางานการเงินครอบครัวหากินเก่งหากินธรรมะกินอะไรก็เก่ง so because snake you gonna let that snake eat eat that chicken instead of rabbit instead of her rabbit so you're not gonna be you're gonna become like going together better Having it on your body distracts from going outwards. It keeps it internalized in your body. So it helps. From the beginning, when it starts, it's painful. And other things can be healed. So it's like it's gonna protect not just only your as well and your close people. When something, when you have like when she she had accident, amakra. We had some accident. The accident from very heavy accident will become like small accident. So he said, "What you have is a snake chasing a snake, and that makes for a very strong ego." And that was, I think, what I was going to have him help me with, but I didn't say anything because I was so curious, and then he got it perfectly. Very strange. And what was awesome about that moment for me, if you don't mind me saying this, is that on the drive there, we were in this van with um, Ian and Coco, the translator, and you guys were talking, and it was just like some of the things you were saying, you were just, you were sounding like a pompous know-it-all, hmm. honestly. <laughs> and I was like... I could tell that you were just trying to sound like you knew everything about these things that I knew you didn't actually know that much about, and it was frustrating me. Okay. So I was just staying silent. And then when we got there and he said that to you, I was like, yes. <laughs> But anyway, continue. So yeah, the, uh, the tattoo was, uh, it was, uh, it represented a... A rooster. And the rooster's job was to distract the snake so that I could live my life in a better way. But it doesn't look like a rooster. No, it looks kind of like a temple. Yeah. So. I think it might have seven uh, steeples. There's a lot of meaning to it. Yeah. I honestly, I don't. It's hard to look at myself. So right. I know. I, I forget it's there. Me too, because they're both on our backs. I forget mine is there too. Yeah. But mine is a little bit easier because it's on my lower back. Yeah. I But, can hold up a mirror to yours whenever you or take pictures for you if you ever want to look okay. at it. It serves its purpose. Right. It is a difficult spot just because there's a lot of along the spine. Yeah, there are going to be some challenging spots. Yeah, I, uh, mine is on like the top of my spine, so 
he was like, yeah, we're going to do this. And then he just basically has this long pointy stick and just jams it into my spine for about a half an hour. And wasn't fun at all. <laughs> what were you thinking after he said that to you? I was thinking, yeah, this is what I was going to ask for. Were you surprised? Not really. I had a feeling he knew what he was doing. You know, it was exactly what I needed. I just kind of like gritted my teeth. I, I was I was in pain. You can see on the video. We'll put a link to the video we made, and it was it was it was definitely painful. Like right in the middle of my spine. And Carrie has a higher pain tolerance than me as well. So uh, tattoos Aww. are. That's so nice of you to admit. Oh, that's true. <laughs> Women are generally tougher. Yes. Um. So yeah, but then like uh, at uh, once he's done, he puts the like, he does the blessing. He's like, "Here's it done," and then he like sprinkles some cold water on you, and it's like rebirth. Mm-hmm. And the gold leaf. Yeah. 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 The sprinkling of the water was cool. I was like, ah. It's over. I got this. I got a magic tiger on my back. Right. I mean, as soon as it's done, it's like it just feels like sunburn or whatever. And, yeah, usually when you get these tattoos, you just, they're also just for a donation. So in the old days or for like a Thai person who speaks Thai, you would go to the temple or go to the Ajahn studio and you would get what you need to get your tattoo and just give whatever donation you feel they like giving. recommend like a pack of cigarettes or something. Right, which is crazy. Like, that's nothing. That's, I mean, some of these guys still do 80 tattoos a day. Right. And a lot of, some Thai people have these sakyant all over their bodies, like so many. Right. I think a lot of the Muay Thai fighters have lots of them. Right, the tigers, are, the tigers in the back are usually a Muay Thai thing. Mm-hmm. It's a fight protection. Protection against your enemies. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. So, how do you think this experience changed your life? I mean, it, it was one of the coolest travel experiences we've done for sure, and we've been around. So that's saying something. Mm-hmm. I think there's, like, even if, it, I think that I believe in the tattoo, so it's like, even if it's not protecting me, I might make choices differently because of it, sometimes. Right. Because I know it's there. But, I mean, I think, you know, life has been better since then, maybe. But I, 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 you're supposed to get it, uh, the magic renewed every once in a while, mm-hmm. which we would probably do for. We'll have to go back and do that. Yeah. But I don't know. What do you think it's changed for you? Well, yeah, at first I was, like, really perplexed, like, protection from enemies, protection from people who are going to be jealous of me. I was like, I don't have anyone like that. No one's jealous of me. Like, I'm not, I don't know. I'm just this traveling hippie and I'm not that awesome. But since I got the tattoo, like, 
I think we were already on this tra trajectory of going up and up and, you know, becoming our true selves and, you know, starting, we started Bigger Life Adventures not long after this. So I think we were already on that path, but the tattoo maybe helped for sure. I think they helped both of us. And then things started to happen randomly where people would get like upset or jealous of us for weird reasons like not to say that we're perfect and never do anything wrong but we kind of had like a string of situations with people we worked with in like business type situations who would like suddenly switch and get all you know upset or jealous of things and get really mean and like nasty all of a sudden after they were were seemingly like really nice good people for a while i think it's like anytime you're up leveling there's gonna be some jealousy around you right so everybody's like why i'm not me why you yeah it would always be people who were like trying to partner with us on something or we were helping them with some like media or something and then like if if they didn't take our advice or they didn't, you know, respect our boundaries around work and we stood up for ourselves, then they would just get like super nasty. And every time I was like, why is this happening? Like, why are we having this drama? Like, why are these, why is this person like so hostile towards us all of a sudden? And every time I would just come back to the tattoo and think like, protection from people who are jealous of you and every time it kind of fit that situation of like yeah actually I think maybe this person is jealous of us because he realizes that we're doing a better job than he is in certain things at life yeah so every time it could kind of apply and then even ever since we've been back you know with like random weird yoga studios that fire me for no reason it's like the the tiger the jealousy thing kind of just gives me like a, a catch-all for what could be happening in those situations and it seems to fit pretty well every time I've thought about it and then I just like it helps me take a deep breath and stop sweating about that situation because I'm like oh yeah this is supposed to happen like this means I'm on my way up and I don't need to worry about these petty ass people and I'll just keep going on my path. I mean, that's good just in general to have reminders like that. Right. Because like it's always true whether the magic is there or not. Right. But just having that reminder that everything's fine and like Right. Well I think especially in situations like those a lot of the times my natural instinct is to think that I'm doing something wrong and everything's falling apart and everything must be going down because this person doesn't like me. But now I can reframe it as <laughs> this is what's supposed to happen and this is actually a sign that I'm going up and I'm on my path. So not to say that I have this attitude of like, screw everyone else, get out of my way. It's not like that at all. It's just like, I try to serve my purpose and live my truth and be kind to everyone. 
And if someone starts like treating me badly for weird reasons, then I just assume it's because of jealousy now. Mm -hmm. cool. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. Totally. Mm-hmm. But here we are like a year and a half later. Is it only a year and a half? Yeah. Yeah, it is. So We've lived a lot since then. We have lived a lot. So I wanna go get mine re blessed now. <laughs> I feel like I'm gonna need it. We'll get there eventually. Right? We're so I'm halfway to thirty four. <laughs> You're supposed to forget about it. <laughs> I haven't forgotten about it yet. But it's only because we're talking about it now. I'll I'll forget by the time I'm 34. Yeah. Just don't... Uh, I See, you won't even know my instinct happens. is to be like, don't let me drive. But then I'm like, but you could be driving and we could get in an accident. Your instinct is to put it on your calendar so you remember. I know, right? <laughs> we should do another episode when I'm 34 and I'll just be like living in a padded bubble. <laughs> It carries in her bubble for the next year and a half. Why would it be a year and a half? I don't know. I just <laughs> We're only feeding her soup. And... <laughs> She's only allowed soft objects. Only doll curry. She's not allowed to get in any vehicles. Yeah. No, I'm not going to do that. I'll be fine. You'll be fine. He said you'll be fine, so if you trust him that it's going to happen, then you'll trust him that he said it was going to be fine. Exactly. And he also said, I'm never going back to anywhere as low as the state I was in before I got sober. So if I got through that, I just know I can get through anything and even developing property and dealing with contractors and dealing with frustrating situations. It's all going to be fine. Yeah, it's going to be fine. It's just a lot of work. Mm -hmm. Let's get through one day at a time. Yep. Well, first of all, before we wrap up, if you want to go to Thailand and get a Sakyant, I highly suggest it if it's calling to you. It really is like the most magical spiritual experience that I think I've ever had traveling. And I don't say that lightly. It was awesome. I think I cried. It was like, it's just so meaningful and such a special day and something that I'll remember forever and certainly every time I look in the mirror and remember my tiger. And every time you look at the mirror behind you. Right. Checking out your butt. I know he's there. He's protecting me. <laughs> but yeah, we'll post the link for more information about how to go do that. Yeah. And also on where Sidewalks End website, they have a bunch of other similar experiences in different countries around the world now, which is super cool, I yeah, think. Yeah, they're expanding really well. And I think more people should do stuff like this when they travel because right. how often do you get a chance to bring home like a sacred wearable piece of art <laughs> from the country that you go to that has super personalized special meaning? Right. I mean, I think you should only do it if it's really calling to you, obviously. Right. But, it's... I mean, if you were to go somewhere and you didn't want to get a tattoo, you could still obviously go, like, visit the monks and get a blessing. Yeah. Or just talk to them. 
Right. And just going with a company like where Sidewalks in, they're like they're, they're very focused on sustainability and positive impact tourism, which I appreciate. Right. I know that Ian thinks about these things a lot, so. Right. Yeah, we want to have a positive impact. We want to make sure we're learning something when we travel, not just going with all of our own ideas and taking a bunch of selfies and coming home the same person. Yeah. It's like people say, you ask them, how was your, how was your trip? And it's like, oh, I took so many pictures. <laughs> what does that mean? Right. We take a lot of pictures too, but nowadays I really want to have these special off the beaten track experiences and not just for the pictures, but for the life change. Mm -hmm. Like my life changed that day. I got a whole new outlook, a whole new mindset. Mm -hmm. So... We'll put the links all about it. And then retreat's coming up. And we set a date for Joshua Tree next April. Just because we know people like to plan in advance. Figure it out. And last year's Joshua, this year's Joshua Tree sold out. So we expect the same thing. Yeah, and we're also one. making it a bit longer next year. So it'll be April 17th to 20th. So if you got those dates free, you should. It's like really far away. Put it on your calendar now. <laughs> But, but yeah, thanks for listening. I hope you guys got something out of this. We'll talk to you later. Yep. What's uh, going to be our next topic? Um, pioneering or intuition. You just want a pioneer, man. <laughs> I didn't really. That's what I got. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> Peace. Right, Namaste. Later.